Hey there, everyone. It's the second episode of the Untitled Game Design Podcast. This is Rafael Rodriguez. And this is Ethan Butler. And today we're going to have a small discussion on what is Minecraft. Ethan, do you want to take it off? God, when did Minecraft come out? Like 2012, 2018? It was in development since like 2008. God damn. It is an old game, and it's one of the most popular games in the world still to this day. It is. Uh, to be exact, the full release date was May 17th, 2009, for reference. At that time, I think I was still in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, same. I remember my friends were talking about it in grade 4, and I was like, yeah, Minecraft! I didn't know what the hell they were talking oh, about. No. <laughs> I, how I found out about Minecraft was um, my friend Noah back in middle school was really into it. And that's the first time mm. I found out about it. And yeah. uh, he was showing me the release of the End Dimension and the Ender Dragon. And I was just like, what the hell is this? This looks horrible. Because <laughs> I didn't realize that like models were blocky on purpose. So, you didn't realize the aesthetic was voxel. No, because I had only seen the Ender Dragon at that point, and I was just like, "What the? What? This is ugly as hell, man." This is the Crash Bandicoot looked better than this. Come on. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's all cubes. It's all cube. It's all cube. But yeah, yeah, let's talk about the like. Minecraft is obviously one of the most popular games to ever exist, as as we know, it's a game that's been out for over a decade now, mm -hmm. and is still going strong, right? Yeah. So what makes what make what makes this game popular? What is this gameplay loop that is just inherently addictive? Do you have any ideas on that? I mean, the endless replayability of Minecraft is a good starting point for it, and it really works mm -hmm. in the the game sort of favor. But I also feel like that, for me personally, also. It impairs the gameplay design of Minecraft in some of its other features. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, obviously, we've we've both played a lot of Minecraft, yeah. I feel, right? Being part of that generation of kids who grew up with Minecraft YouTube content. Mm -hmm. uh, as you said, Minecraft is inherently limitless. Yeah. In the sense that the worlds are, uh, un unironically, quite massive and almost infinite, per se. Mm -hmm. Right? But you're saying that the infinite size of Minecraft is inherently limiting. How so? It's less of the infinite size, but more the the concept that the devs kind of push for infinite gameplay, essentially. The, the idea that you the... never run out of things to do. You can always build new things. You can always go explore new biomes. I, I find that this gives the game a very heavy lack of direction. Versus something like Terraria, which also has these... The, the worlds aren't quite as big, but they are designed to, again, randomly generate. And you are able to have mm -hmm. kind of many, many, many different play sessions of it and different, um, you know, worlds. But how Terraria differs is that it has a lot more focus, not on a narrative, essentially, but on sort of a progression system and getting stronger and the world increasing with you in minecraft there really is a lack of that there's no direction which is nice and liberating but if there's a lack of direction with not much to do sure i can build anything i want but what is the point of it mm. 
it's the idea of being thrown into a sandbox mm -hmm. and then given all these tools and not necessarily knowing what to do with the tools, correct? Yes. Right? So then what are the main appeals of Minecraft? I think, personally, I think the idea of exploration, like that exploration gameplay loop as you first start up Minecraft. So let's start with, a, let, let, let's imagine for a second the starting first time playing Minecraft what is that what is exactly they're going to do right mm -hmm. they're playing a voxel world they probably see some water some grass and some trees right first thing they do punch some grass right obviously they don't know what the hell they're doing they're just walking around uh, the next obvious progression would either be to punch down a tree and be like oh wood or possibly again because new player do none of that just walk around and die instantly, <laughs> right? Because night comes and they don't even have a, a first, even a dirt hovel to live in yet, yeah. right? Obviously, that the new the new player experience has changed since we first play now. Play yeah. now, so it wasn't as hard as being like, oh yeah, I have wood. Now what to do with it? Right? Mm -hmm. You throw it yeah, into the, the uh... you, you you put it into your crafting table, mm -hmm. you put it in your crafting area in in your inventory. You get planks of wood, but then what do you do with that? Right? Yeah. It's a lot more user-friendly the now because they have the, um, recipe the, the recipe book. Yeah, when you get a certain item, it will tell you what that item can make. And as you, it, it, it helps guide you to what you can do. And it, people already had it pretty much. Even back when it didn't exist, they just Google the answers. I mean, that's true, Google the answers. But we're talking about a fresh player, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't even know, the, know there's a wiki, doesn't even really know much, yeah. right? So, assuming from that point of view, they'll probably, you know, the the whole appeal of doing it is to keep on trying and exploring more, right? Mm. The whole idea of exploration is the main appeal. So, be it exploring the environment or exploring the crafting system, this is where the main appeal comes from, where you're, where you're discovering what's new and what's different, yeah. right? I mean, I remember, like, back in the day, that that it was just, like, when you first played it, or at least when I first played it, just finding out what you can do with the same block was interesting, right? Because mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I, like, I've watched, like, obviously if you've watched a couple of YouTube videos, you're like, okay, I know that a pickaxe exists in this game. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do I make it? And stubborn me did not want to Google it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I tried a bunch of different things, like with wooden planks, and I didn't know what to do. Then I got a stick. I was like... This has to. This is the, I'm going somewhere, <laughs> right? Like you, you just it's like this. This leads to something. Like vigorous tapping on on keyboard. Like this is something, mm -hmm. right? This this is the exploration I think they wanted to inherently create, right? Obviously this obviously this has changed over time just because this is a very old game, right? Now the design principle is less about crafting exploration and more about physical exploration. Yes. And I don't even think exploration is the main gameplay loop now, right? Is or at least the main draw. Mm -hmm. Right, I think I, the main I, draw I still now... think the main draw is still the exploration and the revamping of biomes. There's new things to always go see, but they, they mm -hmm. do have a more mechanical focused appeal of the game now. Instead of having again just sort of, wanted to, yeah, just broad terms of go out there and find whatever's in the world. It, it now mm -hmm. seems to be more like okay, we're focusing and we're centralizing on. You know, things that the player would do not exploring, but at their base, you know, giving more redstone functionality, adding more um, 
functionality to villagers so that they are easier to use and you know control and you can build a village etc mm -hmm. I think that's less about exploration though in my opinion because people like I think that's more about what I was going to lead into was the idea of building and creation mm -hmm. right in Minecraft because anyone can go find a village and whatever but to make it your village and with your villagers is a whole another thing right yeah because the idea to explore to find the villagers is is, is a gameplay loop and stuff because you want to meet them probably trade with them mm -hmm. if you want to right experience the village pillage update right yeah but then you know wanting to it's gonna sound wrong uh exploit the resources you can get from your villagers um eat the rich <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just joking. But, but what I'm trying to say is just like you wanting to use use the use the village mechanic to its utmost potential, right? Yeah. As well as just you know, have a fun village, right? You can you would need to start building and creating what you want to do, what it to look like, and what you want it to do, right? Mm -hmm. There are people who've made iron farms on with villagers, right? Who've take who've rounded up an X amount of villagers, to and then a small mob spawner. To just create infinite amount of iron golems to create infinite iron. Yeah. So building and creation, I find, is not only separate from, from exploration, but a bit separated from each other, right? So let me go into it a bit. So the idea of the appeal of building, right, is the art of building, let's say, a cathedral, right? Mm -hmm. Like, everyone, rem everyone knows those, those great build build maps yeah. where they've built the entire the entire Sistine Chapel to yeah scale. it's like oh this guy right? built the entirety of Westeros in a Minecraft you know mm -hmm. I, I I have I remember re watching and I'm not sure if I've I should probably have kept up up with this person but there was a video online about a two-scale model of the Starship Enterprise oh, cool. right and that is massive, <laughs> massive, massive work, but they were doing it for free, mm -hmm. right? So what is the appeal? It's I think the appeal was just to have it. It was the idea of the new tra model train, if you if you can catch my drift here. Yeah, right? I, I kind of see where you're coming from. Right, the idea of just having the idea of making something yourself with all of the tools available, and then just being like, hey. This 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 starship enterprise in Minecraft is mine. I created mm -hmm. with all the blood, sweat, and tears, and now I can show it off to the world in its glory, right? Yeah. And I think that's a major appeal of Minecraft, especially now, right? Mm -hmm. With people doing a with with the resurgence of Minecraft YouTube, there's been a bunch of people being like, "Hey, this is my house. This is this is what I do," right? <laughs> Check my crib. Look. Check my crib, yeah. yo! Like that—that's the—that's the—that's—that's that's a way to, quote unquote, flex on them kids. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like building is a major aspect because it's—it gives you self investment to what you want to be doing in Minecraft. As we were talking about, there is little to no direction to get to do much, mm -hmm. right? So the biggest part is making, making something. Usually, the most investment a person has in Minecraft is the base that they make. Absolutely. Right? right? That's why it's always so hurtful 
and so annoying and so sad when a creeper explodes. Oh god. Right? Which I th- which I personally think are a great design enemy. They are well designed for the uh, Enderman too. Anything that can kind of mess with your build, even zombies breaking mm-hmm. down doors, environmental manipulation for a game where you're, it's all about the player manipulating the environment is a very sound enemy design. I think I think I think specifically the creeper though is probably the best design out of all of them, mm-hmm. just because it is a not only a silent killer, right? Yeah. It does it, it makes no sound when it approaches you, and because of its massive explosion, it sort of, especially early on, incent like teaches you to be aware of, of enemies, right? Mm-hmm. Teaches you that. It teaches you when you first make your first house, sometimes you have to start again. Yeah. Right. Like, the amount of times early on when you're playing and your house gets blown up by a creeper and you're like, darn it, now I have to rebuild. It teaches you that that idea that sometimes it's better to just rebuild and do it again, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is kind of useful, especially for a game like this. Now, final p- final point I want to make about before, since we got sidetracked, uh, mm-hmm. final point I want to talk about for Minecraft's gameplay loop is creation. Right, and the, and this is wholly different from what I'm talking about with building, right? Because mm. building, I want it to be is more akin to the game itself, right? Yes. Inside game, inside us, inside a world, right? But creation, what I want to talk about specifically, is more. I don't want to say primal. It's more outside of the game, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit outside of the game. So, uh, creation in a sense, I want to be talking about like. Redstone, not only redstone contraptions, I want also, I want also to be talking about mod, mods, right? Yeah. And then, and then the obvious YouTube scene and what it's probably done to, done to the game itself, right? But let's leave the YouTube scene for, for the last yeah. point here. But I want to talk about redstone contraptions, right? Mm-hmm. The redstone building community has been outstanding they they do insane stuff like that one time they made a phone working in minecraft and they could call and have a display on it yep these these people are amazing they are programmers programming in a game Mm -hmm. and that is insane don't get me wrong with the addition of command blocks makes yeah any of this possible do a lot for it but yeah, like the people it, it building like calculators out of just the pistons and, uh, and observers signals. and stuff like that is yeah. crazy. Just using the redstone signals as ones and zeros in a computer. It well, it is ones and zeros yeah. really on and off. It's it literally is just <laughs> building a Turing machine. Yes. Like don't get me wrong, building inside of it, but creation of a whole new thing and a whole new world of ideas that you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Like not just not just like redstone. Let's talk about the command blocks as we just brought up earlier, right? Yeah. Do you know how many game modes have been created in Minecraft just around like with the facilitation of Minecraft well, look with, at, um, uh, with command blocks? What is it? Um, is it Highcraft Hightail? Is that what it's called? That originally I don't sta- quite remember. It that originally started as a Minecraft server. It mm, was by yeah, Hypixel, yeah. and it was just all mini games, and that's the kind of creativity that they want to bring to Hytale, is that sort of freedom yeah. of command blocks and all that, and instant modding and stuff. Yeah, like Spilf, right? Mm-hmm. Was it spl- or is it Spleef? Spleef? Spilf. Is it Spleef? I, I'm sorry, it's yeah, been a while. It's, I it's Spleef, I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, I don't remember what that stands for, though. I don't remember. I remember seeing one video online and being like, I remember cool, Spleef, never Bedmore's, gonna play it. Uh, TNT Hot Potato. Yeah, um, like... Uh, the original uh, Battle Royale. Minecraft mm-hmm. Like, people games. have been... Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, but like, people have been creating game modes for Minecraft for so long. Mm. It's qu- it's quite interesting. And quite... And, it, and I assume that, like, the build, the people who create the game modes are doing this for the fun of it, Absolutely. as well as the people playing it, just love that, right? They mm-hmm. just want to play something different. Because, like, Minecraft is, in itself, fucking infinite in terms of possibility. Yes. And this type of creation, like, like in, in my opinion, this quote-unquote content creation, sounds like I'm talking about YouTube, <laughs> but, like, this content creation is in itself is wholly new. And very few games are like this, right? The only game I could think of off the top of my head who are like this was Little Big Planet, mm-hmm. right? And Little Big Planet, that's 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 a game just designed to be creation mm-hmm. and exploration and imagination. I actually find that Minecraft uh, just beats the hell out of Little Big Planet in terms of this. Like I I will argue that with you a bit. A bit, a bit. Just because Little Big Planet was designed to do that, but it's still very limited. Minecraft, from what I've seen over all these years, has just, especially having more control over, like, all three mm. dimensions and all that, you, uh, there's just a lot of insane stuff that people have done. Like, I remember Seth Bling made a Minecraft emulator in Minecraft. Ah, yes, that was that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's just a lot more creative stuff that you can do in Minecraft because I, you have a lot more control find... over the commands. I... That's true. That's true. But I find that like, sorry for bringing up Little Big Planet in this Minecraft discussion, but mm-hmm. Little Big Planet is a tool. Well, now this is just going to become a dreams really well. discussion. Or, oh God, yeah, we'll just talk about dreams. Microsoft do their own as well, where they had uh, Conkers as the mascot for some reason. I don't know why they decided that. I don't remember what that was called. That was weird. I don't remember. But I find that Little Big Planet had its tools, and it was designed for it, and it worked well in its space. Mm-hmm. Minecraft was not even designed for it, and then over time, as people were using server commands, were like, "Eff it, let yeah. them have the let, let them have an easier way to to construct it, right?" Yeah, yeah. Which I think is great, but you know that's differences in breed and differences in kind, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We're comparing, we're comparing an apple who slowly shifted to a fuchsia apple, right? I don't know if that's how apples work, but sure. It's it's an apple that slowly became a pear. Okay, I was talking... Obviously, genus... Let's de- We're getting off topic. Uh, I don't know, I kind of <laughs> want to talk about apples now, thank you. Oh god, yeah. no. But yeah, no. Uh, creation, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the creation of these game modes are... Free- are really Incredible. Sick, right? Yeah, yeah. Incredible, right? And then we got, like, the redstone, the redstone builders who've made... Who've made calculators, who've made... A YouTube browser mm-hmm. in Minecraft with, with redstone command blocks, and that is both hilarious and great. Yeah. Well, th- again, these, <laughs> these are like, dedicated players, though. These are people who specialize in this in this alone. But for a more casual crowd, I, I think again the endless uh, kind of creativity of it can be overwhelming, especially again undirected. You know. I mean, like, yes. I, it's, I, the, I myself, it's the question to get a. And uh, I do art, right? And, but I mm-hmm. don't really enjoy building in Minecraft. Not, I, I enjoy building in Minecraft more in like survival single player than I do in creative. 
because mm -hmm. uh, I can dedicate my time to doing huge builds, but I, as a casual player, rather not, and it gets overwhelming and too tedious. But at the same time, right, the I, I mm. enjoy doing bigger projects than I do in creative mode in survival, mostly because of that like risk reward and feeling of accomplishment. Because in creative mode, you can just yeah. drag and drop the blocks at the creative menu. In survival, you have to go forge for them. You have to go fend for your life to get these things, right? It, it makes yeah. the build a lot more um, substantial in survival, in my opinion. Satisfying, mm -hmm. essentially, right? Yes, that's, you that's had why to... I can't play like the long bouts of creative mode. I'll do like a creative session for a day and then just give up on it and leave it. Cause... I find that I just use creative sessions to just plan mm -hmm. for my survival sessions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? To be like, okay, I'm working with this much space in my survival world. Yeah. I want to build a house like this. Let's just plan out how it will look like and what it'll look and what I will be doing with it beforehand, and then build it in survival. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what I find I do with creative. But I find that the the differences between a casual player and then a person who makes game modes and contraptions and all this other like really interesting stuff in Minecraft is the same difference of players and developers in any other game. Mm -hmm. Right? In every game system, right? Any game yeah. that's ever been developed or created, right? Players will enjoy the content no matter what. That that sounds... That, no, that's not true. Players <laughs> will enjoy good content, right? Mm -hmm. Content that they specifically want. But not all players will want to develop, right? And not all developers necessarily like the game modes they create, right? Mm -hmm. Or not every single game mode, right? So I find that the idea of just like, yeah, sure, there's a creative... Like, there's this creation aspect and the endless possibility... But maybe the reason why it's so shallow for not for not and for a lot of people is because not everyone wants to take part in this. In my opinion, that basically becoming a programmer for the game. But again, right? we we have to look at both perspectives. Is just all I was mm -hmm. getting at, really. Because you were going yeah, off yeah, yeah. for about fifteen minutes on uh, just developers using this. <laughs> And That's forgetting true. about that That's the true. little I'm guy sorry. who is the more popular player. And in some regards. The, the popularity amongst the sort of more casual base is because of those developers, right? They, the mm -hmm. developers fuel the ability for the casual players to play the game. They give them yes. something to watch, they give them something to do. Um, it, it really right. adds to the longevity of the game and has really been uh, how Minecraft has lasted so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, you're right. Because... Like, sure, that people, when we say, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're talking, when we say developers, we're not talking about necessarily the Minecraft developers, we're talking about people who develop yes. game modes, etc., servers, mm -hmm. all these other servers, stuff. Servers, mods, right? game modes. Yeah, mo server mod, especially mods. Right? The modding community in Minecraft is just incredible. The, the stuff that they've made is even more impressive than the game modes, and I don't know how that's possible. I think the reason why that's possible is because they've actually created like not okay. That sounds that sounds mean, <laughs> but in in the in the sense of that they've literally created a new indexed item, mm. right? Whilst people who've created like game modes early on, the very few modding tools existed when the when game modes were really popular, yeah. right? Now that now that very modding, few modding tools, tools are more readily exist. available, very few modding tools still exist for this game. To be quite honest, but the understanding of them have grown. Yes. Right, and the the readily available information has grown as well. Mm -hmm. Right, so what back when game when like game modes and 
like gameplay servers existed and were super popular, those were just, hey, this is the most popular fund. This was easier to make than making a whole new mod. Now the mods are a lot more quote unquote easier and accessible. Mods are more popular than gameplay than the gameplay servers, mm -hmm. right? That's that's pretty. That's that's not a hot take, is it? No. Right. So, I find that mods are inherently more appealing just because it's they can be so much more game changing mm -hmm. and than than just a gameplay mode because a game a gameplay server is usually a single instance of a game mode and then once you've once you've determined a winner and a loser and losers then you're done it's a restart go back to the main server hub and then like oh choose a new game mode right yeah you're place you're basically playing like an in endless endless arcade mode whilst when you're playing in a mod a mod environment a modern environment rather you basically got minecraft plus the you can either have it be more combat oriented with some of the combat mods, right? Mm -hmm. Or what I personally enjoy the more industrial mods, right? The mods that that give Minecraft the same it's it's the same Minecraft except now you have the added what's the word industrialization and more production line yeah, so creation. You're talking about Tekken. Right? I am so talking about Tekken right oh, now. Oh god, I, was <laughs> I I was actually is... more of a Hexit player. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that. I did like the magic system in Hexen. Mm -hmm. It's great. But, like, you, you have... W with mods, right? Yeah. Right. Back to it. Like, it's it's basically just... You have the same game... You have the same first appeal of Minecraft, which was exploration. Mm -hmm. Now you have something to... Now you have mods to, quote-unquote, either tame the wilds mm -hmm. or to make the wilds more wild. Yeah, like I said, right. the base Minecraft kind of lacks that dedication, and I find a lot of mods will, or not dedication, direction is what I meant, and a lot of mods are kind of the um, the fix for that. They will give you the direction you are looking for, something to do, a goal to achieve. Uh, that's what a lot of those um, like survival world mods, if you ever played, uh, I, I don't remember what they're called, but they give you like a little quest book, and then you gotta go down them. Those are some of the most popular modded packs right now, because yeah. they do give you an objectives end goal to and goals. work towards. Yeah, and then you can still do your creative aspect within those constraints, yes. but they're like, it's basically the idea of having like to compare this to another game, like Breath of the Wild, right? Mm -hmm. You have the main objective to defeat Ganon, and that's just there, right? Yeah. When you start off the game. Like, sure, it seems a bit urgent when you first start off, right? But then you realize, like, four or five hours in, like, that's going to be a while. Let's mm. have some fun, right? Then you go shield surfing over a mountain. You just, you just go that. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's it's something to direct you, sure. Mm -hmm. There's an end point that you know that exists, and you have an idea where it's going to be. But what while you know there's an end point, what really matters is the journey. That's what you're trying to say, like, because there's now that that Ganon to defeat in mm -hmm. Minecraft, right? Yeah. The the objectives to get there and what you do in between that time is where you can both have fun, but also direct yourself towards going to. Absolutely. Right? Technically, there is sort of the Ganon of Minecraft that would be the end dragon, but in actuality, it, it's not even remotely close. The, the push <laughs> to drive you there is not even like how it is with Ganon, where it's there, but it's very little. This is just non-existent. Um, drive to send you there. Most people won't know about it unless they figure out how to do like the Eye of Ender, and um, or just know about it. Yeah, yeah, right. 
And uh, as a kid, once again, right? Yeah. We, I'm pretty sure as a kids we didn't know it existed, mm-hmm. and we only find out through YouTube, and we're like, eh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But What's the, the point? The, the Ender Dragon itself in that whole fight is also very tame and boring. It, it's not a very extravagant experience. I, I mm-hmm. find the the Wither more entertaining and especially a lot more um, useful to Chal- fight. It, yeah, it's challenging, oh, yeah. but there's also a lot of utility. Getting Wither Roses, getting beacons from it. The Ender Dragon mm-hmm. lacks any sort of purpose other than to go to the um, Outer Lands of the End. But you can actually just yeah. fly there or, like, build out blocks there anyways. Just, just F the Ender Dragon, yeah, just go pretty there. Much. There's no incentive to really fight the Ender Dragon. Lingering potions kind of stink. I think it, it's you, very still fight, you still have to fight the Ender Dragon, though, I believe, right? For what? You still have to fight the Ender Dragon, if you, even if you go straight to the Outlands, right? Yeah, the Ender Dragon will still be there. No, you still have to fight it because that's the end portal to get back. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so, in the end, like, it, there is some useful in-game content past the dragon, but the dragon mm. is your only way back home. You can almost say it's Minecraft, a way home. But... <laughs> uh, the, the, the progression of Minecraft, I, again, I always felt was kind of inferior to something like Terraria, where it... Terraria is maybe a little too linear in going from big boss battle to big boss battle, and the exploration mm-hmm. is sort of the grind time in between that. But it, it is yeah. a very fun game mechanically. Um, but Minecraft, again, lacks that scaling properly like Terraria does, and that incentive to go do these things. In, in Minecraft, I find that you never really your power level scales, but nothing around you does. Is one of mm-hmm. my major problems with it. I'll have my diamond tier armor, but then none of the creatures have you know risen with me, and I don't feel much of a challenge anymore. And especially with the introduction, actually, scratch that. With the introduction of the new netherite armor. They actually did something I did not expect. The piglins in the piglet bastion are extremely difficult mobs, and they mm. make the purpose of having a new tier of armor actually, you know, a, a purposeful one. Yeah, I actually, actually, you were saying that there is no progression, but I find that the progression, although it was not necessarily good, mm-hmm. was the idea that the overworld mobs are iron. Etc. Right. Yeah. Diamond is where di- diamond diamond level equipment is where you go to the Nether for right I, where you go to the end. No, I, I can't agree with that. I I usually I, play I, the game with just iron armor and that's it. And you don't need the diamond I, that, armor. I'm saying that it sure it was wasted. <laughs> I but I think that was what they were going for. That is what right? they were kind of going for. I can agree with you on that. I again don't think that they kind of met that level. I don't think they succeeded. Yes, that's exactly But I, I'm just saying, like, that was the... Intent. ...quote-unquote design. In, I feel like it was the design intention, right? Mm-hmm. Where going to hell was where you needed the strongest of the strong, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that makes sense, yeah. I feel, right? But it's just that most enemies... Are not challenging. ...didn't do well. Yeah. yeah. I think the only enemy I ever have challenge with are blazes. Absolutely. <laughs> the blazes, just because they spawn in such large numbers... And they can yeah. see and fire at you from such a large distance, and you can't even tell that they're there. Yeah, as a, yeah, and I think I think if there were more enemies like a blaze in mm-hmm. a blaze, sorry, like the blazes in in the Nether, then it would be like 
soup then then there'd be the incentive to be like i need di- diamond armor i need them to be fire yeah. enchanted i need to get all this other stuff to prepare for the nether mm-hmm. right and that seems like the major end game one of the major end game steps right yeah going to the nether now is just sort of like going to florida <laughs> it's just florida. well i mean it's just as terrible as florida yes there's you, you know disney disneyland is just the nether fortresses okay just... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You okay, gotta get to sorry. Disneyland for the fires, the swamp fires, and all that. Yeah, have you seen the new uh, the new lava walking mob? That's that's just the alligators. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me Florida? Uh, what are they called? Floridians ride on alligators to get around. Is this what you're telling me? First of all, if that was true, I think Florida is a hundred times better than I've been giving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like Florida's Florida would be less of a less less of a meme and be more of a well i guess a meme still, yeah, still but a, meme. a better viewed meme <laughs> if floridians were to just wrangle alligators and then ride them like chariots i'm sure there. you could find a police report about that ha- happening i i think i have <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus this is obviously going to get cut i feel oh no, no i want to keep this in screw florida you want to keep okay screw florida <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, but the, yeah. One of the major things is um, you know, multiplayer versus single player experience. And when I say multiplayer, I not only mean uh, a community experience. Cuz I mm-hmm. count uh, someone playing YouTube single player as a multiplayer experience still cuz they have that incentive to keep going because they have a community and watchers, you know, encouraging them yeah. and wanting to see more. In single player, I never really find that, you know, going above and beyond is really worth it because there's no benefit to investing my time. Yeah, I built mm-hmm. uh, an elaborate sort of locking safe system in single player, but no one else was around to see it. So I just kind of got bored after I built it and ditched that single player world because there wasn't mm-hmm. anyone to kind of collaborate and play off this sort of design i had built they played the legend of zelda jingle and everything man it was a waste it was a waste waste but yeah no uh just just for fun right Mm -hmm. let's 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 label out the like the normal like once again player player progression like single player is start off get wooden tools Mm -hmm. get stone tools get iron tools go to hell Come back from hell, like obviously when you go come back from hell, you've been farming a bit, right? Yeah. Then get well. I, gosh, I forgot. Let me, can I? Okay, I want to repeat this. Sorry. <laughs> the progression is, get get wood tools, get iron tools, get diamond tools, go to hell, come back from hell, find the end, go to the end, do the end, right? Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> like that's the main progression, right? Where you where you're supposed to slowly upgrade to diamond then go to hell then come back from hell mm. and then just find your way to the end right yeah once again we've said before that there's no there's no not, there's no way to know you're supposed to go to the end if you have no yeah. idea right I, labeling any form of progression after iron i think it's kind of foolhardy because there's you can by when you get iron you can go to the nether you don't need diamond and you when you have wood you can still go to the end and all that like it's a little too free form with again the progression for there to be any sort of semblance of structure and order and what to do. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think I think I think that's fine mm-hmm. to have the lack of structure. I just think that the progression should be more known, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. like, sure, the end fight is boring as all hell, but yeah. it should still be the idea of just, hey, we this is our this is the end point. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go kill. We're gonna go kill kill God, <laughs> right? You know that that type that type of that type of like you know JRPG experience where you know you're gonna kill God, yeah. right? Just it's just that you don't know in Minecraft that you have to go kill the dragon, mm-hmm. right? It's just there, right? Yeah. It happens, but it, I, I like the idea that you can technically, at least in this metaphor, go kill the final boss at any time at any progression point, right? As yeah. long as you're experienced enough and you know what to do. Right, because that makes speedrunning super quick mm-hmm. of the game, right? But the fact that you don't really know about the end dragon or the yeah. end, unless someone has told you, or you've somehow stumbled upon it by exploring a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, you just watched it on a YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. Like finding the end dragon and knowing that's the even the end objective that even ends the game, right? Yeah, you get the level is... poem or whatever it is at the end. Yeah, you don't you don't know it you don't know it until either someone's told you, you've watched a video on it, or the unlikely case where you actually discover it yourself. And yeah. even then, how many permutations would it take for you to discover its existence, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You'd have to first kill an Enderman and then get a get, then get then get a blaze, right? Yeah. So I, you've I th- already I had think to go to the inclusion hell. of the achievements and advancement system that we didn't have when we started playing Minecraft has really kind of aided you know, you, new users in finding out, oh, hey, I can go to the end. And I don't think it says anything about how to exactly get there, but it just tells you it's a thing, go look for it. That's true, actually, because back in the day, there were no progression. Mm-hmm. There, there, were, there wasn't even an achievement system, right? Nope. So you didn't even know that, you know, the end existed. I, I do remember that when the update with achievements came in, I saw the achievement for the end, like the question mark yeah. achievement, like, like, oh, I guess there is an end, <laughs> right? I, like, I think the end guess... specifically could benefit from what they're doing with 1.16, how they're doing the Nether mm-hmm. update. I, I think the end could yeah. have a huge overhaul. They tried when they added in the Outer Lands and the Shulkers and all that, but mm-hmm. it, it still was not enough new content in areas to really justify I making it unique. Question. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit off topic from the single-player multiplayer progression. Do you think that either the area of the end should be incre- should be changed or oh rather three things so the area changed mm-hmm. right more stuff in the area a better boss right or a better pathway to the end uh i'm going to which go you with think all is more three. Uh... <laughs> okay obviously all three is is possible Optimal. but not necessarily this is a hypothetical mm-hmm. of course what do you think is the most important out of the three and in a game that focuses about exploration as much as Minecraft does, having mm. more areas to go to would be, you know, most people's uh, first choice. But it, it, for me, it's not mine. I, I think Minecraft does, again, lack from difficulty in challenge and engagement. And I think having a better reason to go fight the End Dragon and it being harder would be the optimal choice. Okay. I, I, my, my ranking would be pathway, boss, area, mm-hmm. right? 
I find that the end should be left fairly barren, right? Mm. In my opinion. Just because the end, sure, is the end game area. Yeah. But with the recent updates, right, I think the overworld is far more exciting. And the end, I guess, The overworld absolutely is. There's just so much more to it. Right? There's so much more to do. And hopefully 1.17 is the cave update, finally. Yeah. Like, there's there's more things and more exciting things to do on the overworld. Mm -hmm. And the end is just, while the final goal, right... Get like in back to the Breath of the Wild example, you have your small play place to fight. Yeah, <laughs> you fight Ganon and then you go back looking for Korok seeds. Right, that's the idea. Right, that's yeah. that's how I feel. Right, you shouldn't you shouldn't linger on the end too much. Should be the goal, mm-hmm. but the end shouldn't be like. I don't think it. I don't think it needs to have that much content as the overworld. Right, yeah. and then there's obviously the the design ethos of. Make things that your players will most likely do want to want to do right. Yeah, where you want to create content that ninety percent, if not more, all hundred percent of the players will you do. So the overworld is the main point of focus. Yeah, right. Overworld and Nether, because not not many people go to the end, right? No. How many times have you gone to the end? Even though there is again, there are some incentives like the elytra and the shulker boxes. By the point mm. you're usually going to the end is. It's too late for those for me to be honest. So I just kind of stay mm. in the overworld. I I rarely even go to the the Nether honestly, except to maybe get Wither skulls to fight the Wither, so I can get a beacon going. So the answer is it's in the big fat zero. No. Yes, yeah. it's in the big fat no. I've only been there. I can count on the on two hands. Uh, right? Same for me. Right, like that's that's. I've that's, probably that's had over a couple how... hundred Minecraft worlds, single player and modded, and I've only been to the end maybe ten times at most. Right, exactly. Like, like the end. Sure, cool. Let's kill the end dragon. There's not much incentive to do mm. so, right? As you're saying, and I don't think that adding more stuff to the end is gonna do it, right? Maybe adding more craftability stuff to yeah. it, maybe. Maybe. That's a possibility to incentivize you to going to the end. But even then, right, the most of the content that players want and desire exists on the overworld. Yeah. So should they focus on the overworld more or the or the end? I think they should focus on the overworld more. And while the end exists as a way to, quote-unquote, beat the game, right, mm-hmm. it's more of an achievement get rather than rather than a something you dedicate your time to, right? Yeah. Well, you, you play like, Borderlands 3, right? I have an odd little anecdote here. The end is like the vaults in Borderlands 3. The inside oh is just full of guns and stuff you don't really need by the point you get there. And the journey there was just so long and arduous. Was, why did you even bother at that point? <laughs> Um, where were we? <laughs> uh, so we were talking about... We were talking about multiplayer versus single player experience, and then we got sidetracked to uh, shit-talking the end. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 something I feel we should cut, but you're probably leaving in. So let's just, yeah. let's, just <laughs> let's just keep on moving. So let's just talk about single player and multiplayer. Mm. I find that single player incentivization is one thing, but the very addition of another person changes the gameplay yes. wholly entirely, right? Because, mm-hmm. for example, TNT. Oh who really God. made TNT? Who really used TNT in single player? No, you the used only reason the troll why you used... and that's it. 
Exactly. You use it. You use it for TNT cannons, mm -hmm. and that's it, right? Like TNT is a griefing tool for multiplayer. Yeah. Whilst in in single player, at most you use it to mine, right? Yeah. And even then, that's like not even the the best way to use TNT. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it, it, using TNT to mine has improved because of 1.15, making TNT not break, you know, 70% of the blocks around it. That's true. That's instead, true. it actually drops them all instead of you losing some. So it's a lot more efficient. That's now. true, but it's still... I, I, I doubt that many people still yeah. would do that. You know, I, I, don't, still... I know about that and I don't even use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, there are... There are, there are mechanics and gameplay features in Minecraft that exist mm -hmm. that don't really make don't don't really feel yeah. right in I, I find that a lot of things in Minecraft so a lot of people there's an analogy and kind of it's uh, it's a pool essentially of content and you can deepen yeah. the pool and you can widen the pool in Minecraft, with a lot of its updates, widens the pool. A good update, like 1.16 is turning out to be, deepens and widens. Because there's not yeah. only more to see and do, but the things that you can now do are far greater than before. There's a sense of depth, like with all the redstone changes that they've just made. It, it really adds a lot more to the game. You're right. Like, what's it called? Uh, so, it deepens, widens the pool, right? Mm -hmm. So... What we're talking about, Minecraft itself, it's just, a, like, if we're talking about the pool of content Minecraft has, it is an incredibly wide pool. Yes, right? incredibly. And it gets very wide, and it gets wider with each player added, I find. Mm -hmm. it, it stops to a point, right? Because not every player, like, every player that's there is essentially extra content to, to grind down, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. each person is basically a new mob. Right. Pretty much, either and they have different interactions in the world. Like I, I love yeah. watching Hermitcraft. I watch yeah. Ito, Exuma, um, oh god, Mumbo Jumbo, Iskal, Green, all of them play, and I, I just love that, especially because seeing them interact on the server and then building things, the shop district, all that. Their unspoken rules, and they do their little mini games and stuff. Like a couple mm -hmm. years ago, they did Civil War. <laughs> on their server where they picked teams and just started combating each other out of nowhere. It was great. But yeah, it, like, with see, multiplayer, there's just so much more you can do because you're, uh, again, interacting with another human being. In single player, you could never have those experiences. Because mm -hmm. there's inherently more fun when there's friends involved, right? Yes. It's, it's the exact reason why, what's it called? Uh, Don't Starve has a multiplayer function. Right. Oh my god. Don't Starve Together. I love Don't Starve Together, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's... It's it's incredibly f more fun in a survival game and an exploration game mm -hmm. to have co-op, yes. right? Or at least multiplayer, right? Because, let's be honest, Minecraft is not necessarily co-op. No. Right? So, I think... Do you think the intended experience of Minecraft is single-player, or is it multiplayer? To refocus here. I, it feels... Honestly... That, that is such a weird kind of ask, because it feels multiplayer because it feels like they use multiplayer to fill in the void of them not working on things dedicated solely for single-player experience. But with that being said, it feels like the target is single-player. 
but they just don't flesh it out for single player is my gist that I get. I like to think that the intended goal mm-hmm. is to have a okay single player experience, but that okay single player experience just so happens to create really fun and excellent multiplayer experiences, yeah. right? So, <clears throat> like, a lot of this content is great single player. Don't get me wrong. The new Nether update, mm-hmm. the pil- Village and Pillage. But that new, that just because the multiplayer mm-hmm. gets a hand in of every single player expansion. Multiplayer will right? always, again, going back to the pool, it will always, it pretty much doubles the depth of anything, really. Mm-hmm. Just automatically. Even with just one player, yeah. what, with one good friend, a multiplayer server in a private realm or mm. something like that, you have tons more fun. Absolutely. Right? Like, it's just night and day playing. Playing by yourself is me just turning on Spotify, listening to some music, and just zoning out and playing the game. Yeah. Me playing on multiplayer is me building on, building an underground base, tunneling to a new <laughs> mountain, and then creating a creating a small fortress by myself. Mm-hmm. It's it, well, sure, that doesn't sound exciting, but it's because of the fact that I want to hide where I live <laughs> from my friends. Oh god! Adds a new depth of what I want to be doing yeah, with, in my me game. Of like a, a multiplayer server we had back in high school, we had like this big mountain ridge, and like there were yeah. two factions on either. There was like a faction on either side of the mountain. And my friends had built, like, a bunker on their side, and I built, like, a big-ass, like, watchtower on ours. It was really fun yeah. to just be like, okay, the other people are coming over the mountain ridge. We will stop them getting a call and negotiate with them. <laughs> They're oh, on gosh. our turf. I, it, was, it was fun. I'm currently in a Minecraft server right now. I wish there was more conflict. I'm just secretly causing, like, <laughs> stuff You, you always cause chaos. I want, like, it's not... Okay, I shouldn't be doing it, mm-hmm. but it's just like I'm just taking stuff that people people don't notice, right? Yeah. Like we already have a a iron farm. I take like like ha- a quarter of a stack. Mm-hmm. Like no one's gonna notice that, right? But I feel like I need to incite something in order to have like a good mm-hmm. like to 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 enforce more fun because everyone's super co-op right now in yeah. my server, right? And that's, sure, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But is co-op what everyone really wants to be doing right now, right? Like, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's the question of, like, everyone's at the point where they're strong in the game. Like, everyone has diamond armor, almost everyone has mm-hmm. di- Or at least almost everyone has diamond armor, almost everyone's enchanted. We've been to the end. Some of us have elytras now, yeah. right? Is, is the new content to grind no longer just creating a base... Is it just player combat or just player shenanigans? When you have multiplayer, it really depends on the person and the server, but it does open up a lot more kind of avenues of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. because because we've, re- so we've you, reached. So you asked the, me like, earlier, does, does Minecraft prioritize single player or multiplayer? Again, I'm gonna have to say it does prioritize single player, even though multiplayer always gets like more out of whatever the single player features are. But do you mm. think that they should prioritize multiplayer more? Like, um, I really hate being in a Minecraft server and everyone is wearing enchanted diamond armor and they all look the same. I think they've changed that a bit. They've made it a bit better with capes, right? Or banners now. You can now yeah, customize you can a banner banners, and put it as a cape. Uh, can you put banners on capes? I believe I so, so, with a new loom. 
I might be speaking out of my butt. I, th- I think but, you are talking out your butt. But I but that is a possible way to, to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Skins make it yeah, a little but bit again, easier, but skins, not you're covering that up with the armor is the thing. That's in true, Terraria, there are cosmetic armors as well as physical armors, and you get to customize and develop your character the way you want. Uh, same thing goes mm-hmm. in Monster Hunter, and it's very nice, and that's a unique. everyone's kind of character becomes their own unique thing by the end. Versus Minecraft, where it's stifled. I, I posted once on the Minecraft, because um, they do they do take, again, a lot from the community, you know, um, suggestions and all that. I posted one about uh, having more dyed armor, like how leather armor can be dyed. Doing that for diamond, iron, all that mm-hmm. could really bring the game to life more in a multiplayer setting. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny that the weakest form of armor has more creativity to put on it yes, than absolutely. the highest form. And that again also limits the gameplay a bit. I've seen again, I played on multiplayer servers, and I watch again like Hermitcraft a lot of multiplayer servers. And um, the thing is, though, with that, you have to build around that limitation. It's a another armor is a very weak armor, and if you're doing a multiplayer game where it's like teams. You're not going to have someone with diamond tier armor on either side because then you can't tell the teams apart. You know, yeah. you have to go with the you have to downscale your game based on yeah. having to deal with the leather armor being the only cosmetic kind of armor. I mean that that's probably really useful for you know those type of games, but but in the, in the sense of like self expression. Mm-hmm. Is, should the self-expression be on the character or in the world? I find it should be better focused on the world. I find it's definitely on the world and what you build, but you should still be able to differentiate yourself, I, I feel. Mm. Okay. Well, I think we're out of time now. I think we've yeah, discussed... Yeah, I, I don't think... It, the Pokemon one, we went for like two hours and 45 minutes, and this one's like, now we're going to break an hour. Which I'm I fine like, with. I find that we should never really break an hour again. Uh, yeah. Just because that's way too long to discuss. There, there's just like a this. lot to talk about in Pokemon versus, you know, Minecraft. I think we're both just extremely... Agitated? Pa- the, word is, the word is passionate you're looking for. Uh, I preferred my descriptor, but okay. <laughs> sure. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah, disagree, disagree. <laughs> All right. You, you want to sign off? Yeah. We want to sign off. Okay. This has been Raphael. This has been Ethan. And this has been the Untitled Game Design Podcast. Later. Later.